everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'll Be Back podcast. This week, we are joined by, I will have to say, the most special guest we'll ever have, because she'll kill me if I say it's somebody else, my mother, Kathy McGady. Hi, Mom. Hi, Sean. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. Happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think I've mentioned more than once on this show, my mom actually works at Temple. And uh, so I thought, who else to have after homecoming weekend? Uh, this week, I am sipping on my mom's favorite drink, Irish Mist, and she is joining me in having one as well. So, cheers. And growing up in this house, uh, it's just always here, so that's what we want. Um, so, I always start out with Mother, who I show, assume you've listened to every one of my episodes because I'm such a great son. I have listened to some. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> um, how, how, how did you end up at Temple? We'll get to homecoming in a second, but how did you end up at being a part of the Temple family? So after working in the nonprofit world for about 10 years, um, I worked for an organization that went under um, some structural changes. So I found myself uh, looking for a new job and a change in careers. So Jim Cauley, who I know you had on your show in the past, um, had been a colleague at um at uh, the organization I worked for. And Jim and I had also become friends when we worked together. So he was one of the many people in my network I reached out to when looking for a job. And uh, I was, um, after interviewing for the position of uh, Assistant Dean of Development and Alumni Relations for the College of Science and Technology, I was hired. And I just celebrated my third anniversary at Temple in September. And had nothing to do with the fact that both your sons went there and you owe them a lot of money in student loans. So actually, I don't owe them any money in student loans. My kids do. But besides <laughs> that, uh, no, it would have been more beneficial to get the job at Temple beforehand um, because you would have went to Temple for free. But timing's everything. But I will say, you know, lifelong Philadelphian, always a big five basketball fan. And so uh, graduate of another big five school. She went to LaSalle, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, was at many LaSalle uh, basketball games at the Palestra in, in my college years. So um, very familiar with Temple. So we actually drove down Saturday together. It was homecoming weekend. And I'm sure you had many, you know, leading up to the, the game on Saturday, you guys had a pretty busy week last week. Um, so we drove down together. We actually stopped at Rob Silk's tailgate together. I, I think probably some of our listeners know Rob either on a personal level or from his, um, what he does at Temple. Um, and then we parted ways. I met my buddies at the Jetro lot under 95 and you went to the College of School of Science Technologies tent. Um, the game itself was exciting. We won, we which did. I think I confidently told you I did not get my hopes up. Before the game, I kind of predicted a loss. Uh, last week on the show, I predicted a loss, and I'm happily wrong. I'm happy too. <laughs> um, so we went down 17 0, uh, which we've done almost every game this year, except for Wagner, where you went, only went down 7 0, which, you know, still not great. And then they were able to come back at half, 17 uh, 17 at halftime, uh, really stepped up their game. Dewan Mathless, uh, our quarterback, who we had high hopes for this year. Uh, finally 
showed what he could do on the field. 322 yards, three touchdowns, um, really showed what he was capable of doing, uh, including becoming, they just announced, I think today, he was American Conference Honor Roll Player of the Week. Um, some other website who gives out like a Manning quarterback award, Layton Tim and their top 10 performers. Um, and even Kirk Herbstreet said Rod Carey was a top 10 coach this week. So all around good week for uh, Temple. Uh, you know, we after an up and down uh, start to the season, we kind of righted the ship this week. Um, Edward Sadie was the leading running back with 62 yards, but still kind of a running back by committee thing. Uh, Jaden Blue had a really incredible one-handed catch that made its rounds on ESPN and all the highlight reels. Um, so, Mom, you were there. We, we were able to watch the second half together. The first half I watched from my seats. Second half I, I stumbled into the, uh, the box for the College <laughs> of Science Technology. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was a good win. What were your, what were your thoughts on the game? So, um, so, obviously, in my job, one of the things I'm – I'm responsible for is employee engagement. And so when the athletic teams win, we're happy because <laughs> the alumni are happy. It's a lot easier to raise money with a winning team than a, a team that's not doing so well. So, uh, but I think overall the game was great. Uh, people were talking about the one-handed catch at work today. We had a, a good five minute uh, little uh, around the water cooler talk about the game and, and that came up. So. Overall thoughts, it was great. Uh, it was the first game I've been to since COVID, so uh, it was nice to be back. I think we had a great response from alum. Uh, the line getting into the K lot was a, a real example that there was a lot, of, a lot of fans that came down. We had a lot of participants at the tailgate. Um, you know, we set up the tent city for homecoming and uh, you know, we had a great, uh, a great response um, because it was a family affair. We, we employed dad for the day to work the, the College of Science and Technology's uh, alumni tent. Uh, you were handing out pom-poms? We were handing out pom-poms. <laughs> we handed out vaccine. Holders. Uh, you know, holders, at vac vaccination card holders. We had Tasty Cake. Um, from talking to my colleagues, every single college tent ran out of everything that we were given out, whether it was food, water, tchotchkes, uh, rally towels, et cetera. So that was great. And uh, I talked to my colleagues yesterday on a, on a little bit of a Zoom uh, recap call, and, um, and everybody was thrilled with how homecoming uh, turned out. The alumni were were charged and uh, the stadium was charged. So it was really great. Yeah, the stadium was really good. And especially uh, when I got up to the, the suite, I, I did take a picture and post it on Twitter. And it was just a, it was a good view of how, you know, our half of the lower bowl was essentially full. Um, and I can never tell with because the upper level uh, behind where my season tickets are, which were above where we were sitting in the seat, the suite. Um, it's always tough to judge the you know, how many fans were up there and how many of them could have been down here to make mm -hmm. the entire lower bowl fill. But overall with the crowd, I was very, very impressed. Uh, definitely tailgating. Um, you know, people were down there early. I think we parked our car by 845 and we were not even close to the first person there. Um, and there was definitely a lot of people, uh, you know, I think you're, as you said, it was your first game since COVID and a lot of other people mm -hmm. made this their, yeah. their trip to, 
to come and, you know, finally support mm -hmm. the team for the first time in two, two seasons that you could do it. Yep. And I have to put a plug in for the band. Uh, Sean, <laughs> Sean will tell you that uh, one of my favorite parts of the game is always halftime show because since as long as I can remember way before I ever worked at Temple, um, Temple's music program and their marching band has always been award-winning. So uh, one of my favorite parts of the game is, is seeing um, the band and, you know, beforehand the flyby up through Lot K through the right past Silk's uh, tailgate. Um, uh, but uh, uh, just watching the game and the enthusiasm, uh, one of the freshmen who happens to go to CST, abbreviation for the College of Science and Technology, um, who's in the marching band, happened to stop by the tent. And um, he was just so thrilled and he was so happy. And he said, like, it was one of the one of the, you know, most fun days he's ever had, um, you know, playing a musical instrument and just the whole vibe of everybody cheering the band and, and the band uh, getting everybody riled up before the game. So it was it was really a great atmosphere and and one that we needed, one that we definitely needed. Yeah. And I like, you know, uh, as a fan going into this game, I, I said I wasn't too confident, um, but I was wrong. Uh, how was, you know, I'm sure in your uh, department, maybe not always the biggest sports enthusiasts, but, uh, you know, the win, are we looking at this like, you know, the rest of the current Temple uh, employees, are they, you know, is this like, a, hey, season's turned around kind of mode or are we kind of? Yeah, no, I was surprising just just within even the suite one Saturday, um, we had some, you know, I had some, some alum and, and, and a couple I would say significant donors. Um, actually, one of our you know largest donors was in the the uh, in the suite with us, and and but our donors were they were charged. They thought it was great. Um, they uh, actually on the way out, one of the um, one of my donors stopped me and said, "I just love Temple Sports. This was so much fun being here. You know, if you, if I would love to go to another game, if you know you can." if you can arrange it. So um, that was great to see. So, uh, and like I said, we were, you know, standing around the, the office a little talking about homecoming today and the game and some of the great plays. And uh, I think it was definitely what, what everybody needed um, this at this point of the football season. I think losing homecoming is always a a downer anyway, especially when you work on on the the alumni side of the of the university. So having not just the win, but it being the homecoming win and and homecoming win, especially when the spread was ten points. Um, I quoted you, Sean. To mm -hmm. people who were like, "So what does Sean say?" Because uh, some of my colleagues and donors know Sean has his little podcast. So um, they were, and I said, "Well, Sean said it. It could be tough. We're <laughs> ten point spread." So. Um, we were actually all disappointed at the end of the game when Memphis scored again, because if they didn't score, we would have beat the spread and that would have been a nice touch. But uh, I think it was a, it was a great point of the season for Temple to get a big win. Yeah, and uh, definitely up and down year. And it was kind of make or break game where you've they've beaten the bad teams and lost to the good teams. And mm -hmm. I think Memphis was a good team. So um, this upcoming week, we have Cincinnati, who is yeah. a really good team. Uh, so we will see how we do against that. I think we are currently 29 point underdogs in that spread. So I'm glad that one's not the homecoming game. Yeah. I'm going to be real honest. And I'm also glad it's an away game. Yeah. So, 
um, I don't need to go. Yeah. <laughs> Not bringing any donors to that one. <laughs> Thank the Lord. So um, I, I mean, I predicted we would lose last week and we won. So I almost feel obligated to predict we'll lose <laughs> this week. Maybe we'll win. Sean's on a run. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, I think um, last week's performance, like I already got text messages um, from a couple of friends about what are we doing for the game this Friday. And if we'd lost against Memphis on Saturday, I don't think I'd even be getting those text messages. So you can tell the vibe around the program yeah. has changed a little bit. You yeah. know, people yeah. are at least going to watch this game now, whether we know we're going to get blown out or not. Uh, maybe I, I've heard a lot of people are saying this could be the, the Cincinnati letdown game. You want to say hi to the podcast, dad? Hi everyone at the podcast. That Dennis is peeking in, just making sure we're behaving in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see how uh, see how it goes on Friday. Um, but definitely now it's more of a watchable game, and I think the the tides have turned a little bit in Temple season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could lose sixty two nothing, and next week we all have our heads down again. But we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> I, 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 the one good thing is in in. <clears throat> In some ways, it's a shame it's not a home game this weekend because I do think the students were pretty charged up at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. I saw some in the parking lot. They were really charged up. But um, I think she means drunk, everybody. She's being <laughs> politically correct. But. No, no, but not just that. I, I mean, the students obviously had a good time. But uh, I think that there was a lot of enthusiasm when you walked out of that stadium on Saturday and people were high-fiving and people were we're happy and, 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 you know, I think that would have flowed into another home game and, and that's really, really important to keep the attendance up and to, um, you know, get as many, not just as the alum, but as many of the students interested in attending, not just football, but all of, you know, the athletic, um, you know, activities on campus. So it, it you know, um, but, uh, but in other ways, I'm glad we are not doing a home game with Cincinnati. <laughs> um. So yeah, overall it was a good, good, good win. Um, I, I have to ask you this. I haven't even gotten to this yet. Um, I guess you have your direct boss is the Dean and you have your direct bosses, but the overall boss at Temple is President Wingard at the moment. Yes. Have you met him yet, mom? I have not. I, I have seen him on campus. I met him <laughs> two weeks, or yeah, last, not Memphis, the previous home game, I met him. So I'm just letting everybody know I met him before my mom. And she yes. works at Temple. Yes, I have. I have seen President uh, Wingard um, welcome the students on Convocation Day. Um, uh, um, I have seen him attend. I was at another uh, a little opening. Uh, I went down to see. Um, they redid the entrance to Gladfeller and Anderson Hall. If you ever anybody comes to campus, you have to go see that. I'm pretty sure I saw they're renaming that. One yeah, they them. are after. Um, after one of the uh, the donor who donated the money to build it all to up build again. it all up, yes, uh, Mr. Moser, um, Mazer. Yeah, that's what I couldn't. Remember. Yeah, Leonard Mazer, and so um, that dedication was this past week, and actually, uh, we we sort of kind of crossed the street at the same time, but President Wingard was with probably a bunch of donors, so he didn't really pay attention to me. But I have seen him on campus, so. And I think you said coincidentally you did run into Dumpy. So I was picking up my tickets at the tent that we set up to pick up um, the employees and the donors or for our suite tickets. And um, I was waiting um, for one of my colleagues who was walking across the parking lot. And Fran was right behind me getting his tickets because he obviously comes up to the suites. And is actually, you know, Fran is a great um, 
a great promoter of Temple, and he really does come up and talk to especially the the athletic department donors and and et cetera. So he's picking up a second. So I said hi. Hi, Fran. How you doing? And pre pre COVID, you and him were down the hall from each other in an office. So no, we 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 parked in the same parking lot all the time, and we used to get to work to, at the same time a lot. So probably once or twice a week, as I was walking to my car, he was either walking into, um, I guess McGonagall Hall or one of the buildings on right on on Broad Street. So about once or twice a week, I would morning, Fran. He'd say good morning and. Uh, but uh, he uh, he still has an office up in Selwyn Hall. And he is currently still the interim AD. Uh, I know they conducted a couple interviews in the last couple weeks. Sounds like possibly we'll hear something soon. I keep, keep saying by Halloween. Uh, I'm going to stand by that. So we'll see. Um, I mean, they haven't asked me for my opinion yet. I keep telling you to tell somebody on campus to you know get yeah, me in there, okay. but it's it's well, the rumor, working. all I can say is the rumor mill is confirming what you just said, but I know nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I really don't know anything other than rumor mill, but I would say most people on campus think this was a priority for Dr. Wingard and that, yes, probably, definitely, um, we all think by the end of October that um, the, you know, athletic director will be named and and we're, you know, we're all pretty sure that conversations have already been taking place so hopefully by basketball season and then we could have you back on the pod and talk about all of us attending a basketball game that would be great and we could talk about a new athletic director by then yes we could we could and and maybe i will even meet them who knows <laughs> <laughs> um so i i end every episode with this and i know the answer to most of what she is about to say um but how has COVID been for you with your job and what you do at temple mom and just in general, how has it felt to be back on campus with students? So COVID was a tough time for all of us at Temple. Um, when we all came home on March 16th was the day we were all told to come to our offices and basically get what you need to work for a few weeks at home. And like many, many other people, um, it was a little longer than a few weeks. Uh, it's very difficult to um, have donor events, alumni events, and to raise money when, uh, when you can't meet with people. Um, I would say we were fortunate. We use Zoom and technology, just like you do for this podcast, to have donor events and Zoom into sciences and to talk to people and to meet with people. Um, but it's nice to be back on campus. I still went back to campus um, maybe once or twice a month during COVID. And, and then during the summer, I went back pretty much full time in the beginning of July of this summer. And, temp and the campus was empty and, I, and it looked beautiful, but it was eerie. Um, and having the kids back is great. Uh, you know, we still, you know, we're all wearing our masks indoors and some people wear them outside. So it's, it's, you know, we all have our, um, things that we have to do the COVID protocols on campus, but we are so happy to have the students back. It's, it's definitely, um, you know, been that alone has been energizing for everyone. Um, so, but, um, it's nice to have the kids back on campus and it's nice to have all the classes back in person. Uh, I think, uh, just talking to students, most of the students are really happy 
not to be online for everything and to have in-person classes and being the science college, it's hard to have science labs uh, virtually. <laughs> you can't do the, the yeah. uh, hypothesis really, without being in person. As, as we like to say, it's really hard to dissect the frog on Zoom. <laughs> so um, just from, from the practicality standpoint, um, you know, just as, you know, part of academia, obviously we're very excited that our, our, our students are getting the experience, not only that they signed up for, but that they need to, to earn their degrees. So that's that's really, um, really the, the best part. And I have to, you know, uh, give a shout out to this college I work for, especially our dean, who Sean has met on more than one occasion, Dean Klein. Um, he's done a fabulous job, as all the schools have and the deans have, to really try to just work through COVID. So, um, so it's nice, and in and right now the COVID numbers. To be honest, the COVID numbers on campus are really low, actually lower than the the general numbers uh, in the in the Philadelphia city of Philadelphia. So, um, the protocols we put in place are working. So it's great. Be honest, you're only happy that you can go to Maxie's now with other people. <laughs> it is nice to go. We we are happy to go to Maxie's. We're very sad that the so horse is gone. Uh, that was that was one of our favorite after work spots. So you you can't you can't go there anymore because it's it's closed. But it is it is nice to uh, to go to Maxie's with other people. Yes, and uh, hey, and I've been in line at Richie's more than once. So <laughs> <laughs> Richie's also a great spot. And to there's go. and there's a whole new bagel shack on the bagel shack that was on Montgomery. They tore it down for construction and they actually built them a real a real shack on campus. So it's kind of cool. So, um, yes, but it's nice to be back. So things are coming back along at Temple's yes. campus. Mom, this has been fun. Kathy McGady, everybody. Um, uh, hopefully, like I said, maybe we'll do this again during basketball season. And by then we will have an athletic director. But mom, thanks for doing this. Oh, very, very happy to do it. Sean, it was fun. And Go else. <laughs> And as always, guys, I will be back. And maybe my mom will too. Who knows? <laughs>